This is a dumb owl podcast. She told me she doesn't follow the laws of the United States. She's a, a <laughs> citizen of the world. Well, she had a goddamn white claw in her hand. What can you do? She, ha- she had a white claw and the proper paperwork. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Dan. 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 Hey, welcome to Hey, It's Me, Dan, the podcast where me and my brother Mike call our other brother, Dan, and uh, talk about dumb stuff. I'm Freddie Coffee. With me, as always, is Mike. What's up, Mike? Hello, everybody. I am Mike. How are you? You can't respond to me, so I don't care. That's insulting to the audience. Uh, So, listen, we're going to call Dan. Okay. Let me. Beep, 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 beep. That's how phones work now. Hey, it's me, Dan. Who's this? You know who this is. New phone, who this? <laughs> you know who this is. You know... My mom, who stripes every day, oh, takes my God. name. <laughs> And ownership. Well, we're going to get right into this. <laughs> and I want to try to make this right between us. <laughs> that was uh, perfectly timed and yet completely inopportune. I don't know why the <laughs> website keeps playing that clip, but we're going to hear it probably six or seven times more before we get started. Uh, so anyway, uh, who are you and, and what are you doing here, Dan? <laughs> I believe I've introduced myself. I said, hey, it's me, Dan. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Okay. And then uh, new phone, who dis? So what are you doing? What did you do today? I helped uh, Mike do a little bit of mo- moving. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of it. Oh, you by helped a lot him? Of it. Yeah. He didn't, you didn't, Mike, you didn't ask me to help you. I didn't think you would want to. Dan came equipped with his uh, N95 right. mask and his gloves, and he gave me a pair of gloves. My hands got way too sweaty, and we dropped the couch down the stairs. It was a whole thing. I don't have an M95. I have, uh, it wasn't an N95. It was a dust mask. Did it have a little you. metal nose bridge prong? Yeah, That's and it was, uh, good. That's it was it was terrible because Mike didn't inform me that he lives on the third floor <laughs> with two flights of stairs, Mike, and a landing. Only two, yeah. Yeah. You guys, you didn't like rope the couch and pull it up on a series of levers and like a Rube Goldberg couch lifting machine. It's funny you say that because Mike has a big enough patio where I told him because the couch we were moving, there were two couches. One was really nice and one had seen some things. I think it, Emily had it in college. So it's been around a little while. And uh, I was like, Mike, when you when you go to move out, just throw this over your balcony that and then deal with the bouncing. It is deal with the fallout. I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> I did that. My uh, my second apartment uh my my well my technically my first college apartment and uh i i when i was moving out um 
I I was I was going to I was going to work at Cedar Point for the summer, and after that, I was not coming back and living in the apartment again. The furniture I had was not good anymore, uh, so I walked it down the breezeway by myself and just chucked it over from the second floor <laughs> into the parking lot, let it fall. Like it was like you know Value City furniture, whatever. It cracked apart, uh, and then I just dragged it to the dumpster, and I'm sure a vagrant made use of it for one thing or another that night next to the dumpster. Did you see the Akron, Ohio? Did you see the Mista Mista lady underneath your furniture at the bottom? <laughs> she wasn't there that time. She helped you move it to the dumpster. <laughs> she climbed on, climbed in after. <laughs> all right, so you're all moved in, Mike? Yeah, um we got pretty much everything set up. We still have a few boxes that we have to unpack, but like Living room set up, uh, the office is set up, which is thankfully why I am able to be here right now because I was really worried that I wasn't going to have internet tonight. Um, but and, we're on a phone call. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I am Wi Fi calling. I don't have that. I don't have any down the fourth wall. I don't have any. You trapped My all tell account uh, ran out of minutes and I needed to use Wi Fi calling. But, All right, yeah. so, uh, so well, congratulations on the move-in. Uh, I'm sure you're celebrating tonight. You guys all drinking? I feel like everybody in quarantine... So, so we're in quarantine again. <laughs> Still, again, for the, for the every time. Uh, so I feel like everyone has either become an alcoholic or enhanced their alcoholism. <laughs> it's like everybody you see posts on Instagram, and it's like, People are ma- people are getting into like making fancy drinks now, or they're just showing like this is the seventh craft whatever I've had in the last three hours. Is that are you guys on that same train? Yeah, I um, I I definitely been drinking a little bit more after work, which <laughs> I normally don't, but it's just been it's been a lot, <clears throat> uh, pretty a lot more stressful than normal, but. Uh, we've definitely tried a few little craft things, like you were saying, craft cocktails and things. Like I got a uh, like a cocktail shaker at Goodwill a while back, and I honestly forgot I had it until I just happened to look in the cabinet. I was like, "Hey, let's let's try some things out." So I actually made a, um, I guess it was similar to like a, a like a pineapple screwdriver, nothing fancy, but we had a little bit of coconut coffee creamer, and I mixed that in. And it tasted like it was like a Dole Whip. It was like an alcoholic Dole Whip from Disney World. Yeah, and it was it was really good. It was really Did simple, you- but it was really good. Did you hear that Disneyland released their Dole Whip recipe? It's During not the real Dole Whip recipe. Oh, it's not. It. No, point of contention. Yeah, point of contention. I know you're a Disney nerd, but let me step in here and step on your toes for just a second. <laughs> it is probably, in all likelihood, the original Dole Whip recipe. And now I will seed the floor. <clears throat> the uh, current Dole Whip at both Disney World and Disneyland is dairy-free. It doesn't have any dairy in it, uh, in the recipe. Um, and the, so Dole Whip, there's, I guess, two varieties. You can get a twist, which has like a vanilla, it's like a vanilla pineapple twist, or you can just get straight pineapple. Obviously the straight pineapple is dairy-free, but the vanilla they use is dairy-free. And I think the article recommended just using vanilla ice cream or some some sort of dairy component, so. Well, gosh, Mick, I think it's pre-processed. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you the real Dole Whip recipe. It's a big old bag of powdered mix and water, and they put it into some mixer like they do everything at like a Dairy Queen or anywhere else. 
You can but fight just, me on that. It just tastes better when you're drinking it outside of the uh, <laughs> outside of the um, tiki room. I've never had a Dole Whip, so you could pretty much just hand me a, like a cup of pudding or something and say, this is Dole Whip, and I would believe you. It probably have to like have a whipped cream element to it. And interestingly enough, Dole Whip does not. It's just like... Exactly. <laughs> there's no whip at all. There's, there's a whip. All right. Well, what are you drinking then? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I have... <laughs> I have an excessive amount of growlers in my fridge right now. <clears throat> I... um. I called up Fatheads Brewery, which is in uh, North Olmstead, close to Mike's place. It was actually on my way home. Um, and I, I ordered a couple howlers and a growler of Sun, Sunshine Daydream is their session IPA. That's one of my favorites. So I got a growler of that. And I got a howler of Bumbleberry for my wife who loves it. And it's good too. And then I got a howler of their uh, Hefeweizen. And then I got a, uh, I was supposed to get a howler of their root beer. They make their own root beer because we usually do a movie night on Sundays with popcorn and some sort of snacks for the girls. And they gave me four growlers instead of a growler and three howlers. So what? What is a howler? It's a half a half growler. So thirty-two right. What's a growler? I don't know if growlers are sixteen or what. I'm not sure. A growler is a can. They actually can it on site. All right. Okay. Because I've seen a bunch of breweries around here. Uh, you know, again, we're coming to you from the Cleveland area, and like, there's so there's microbreweries all over the place. I actually got uh, Fatheads delivered last week. Um, they pulled up in a, like a completely wrapped, like Ford hatchback with their logos all over it. And you ordered online, uh, you put in your address and all that kind of stuff. And they bring it to your house. They texted me, uh, and they're like, Hey, it's fatheads. We're on the way. And I'm out walking the dog. And I'm like, I'm walking the dog right now. Do not leave. <laughs> Wait for me in my driveway. Because you got to show them your ID or whatever. And I'm coming down the side street that my street is off of. And literally, she goes past me, sees that I'm a guy with a dog. Like, we make <laughs> eye contact. And I just start running. <laughs> the dog's running. I'm running. And the girl rolls down the window. She's like, you don't have to run. I'll wait for you. You ordered $37 worth of beer. <laughs> So we just finished off uh, a 12-pack of Sunshine Daydream, and then I've got another, uh, a new India Pale Ale up there, and I can't remember the name of it that's good. Uh, I'm drinking a, I've, I've been drinking an excessive amount of tequila. Like, that's my, that's been my go-to, like, this is what's happening in corporate America now is everybody's having like 430 conference calls at the end of the day where it's just like your team and a couple like unofficial members of your team that are drinking along with you. And I've had like, uh, well, I, first of all, I've got all the liquor left over from Mike's wedding still. So I'm just kind of just kind of barreling through that. But I have had like three or four bottles of 1800 silver. Yes. And I think I'm down to one, which is making me really nervous. So that's what I've got right now. I've got like a like a long shot of eighteen hundred silver, and then I've also got a Great Lakes Brewing Company hazy IPA, which is phenomenal. But I don't know what it's going to be like after I drink this tequila. <laughs> You're like a madman, but um, more well, modern because they would they would not be drinking tequila. They're too much too racist to be drinking anything other than like a just a American brown liquor of some sort. 
Yeah, I mean, I've got like Jim Bean Black and stuff in there, but I just, I love the taste of tequila. Mike, what are you drinking? Uh, nothing really crafty. Um, I haven't had any craft beer in a long time. Emily's been really hooked on White Claws. So we've been getting a lot of the second volume of White Claws. So the flavors are like watermelon, lemon, mango, and uh, tangerine. So I have been drinking a lot of those, and I finished a case of Coors Light um, these past two days. But like, we, I'm just... we finished it today after the yeah. move. Yeah. So we talked about our age differences in the first episode of this podcast, and I think it's glaring right now. Well, I think you Mike, go, you go from you go from like like a, a a specialty silver reserve tequila to a craft beer to fucking white claw. <laughs> In Mike's defense, my brother-in-law is a lawyer, and it's true. There are no laws when you're drinking claws. That is confirmed. All oh, right. Excellent. Well, I mean, you heard it here first. That's our second exclusive. That is in two weeks. Hey, it's me, Dan. <laughs> exclusive. Exclusive. All right. Well, we've been talking way too long. We gotta get into the tip top. Tippy tippy top. The tippy tippy tombo. I feel like go. at some at some point we're gonna have a, a theme song for this, and I'm thinking like Pat Benatar, but it's like hit me from the tip top, <laughs> or just you voicing over, hit I me mean, with your best shot, and just that's like what it's tip probably top. gonna be. It's gonna be me and my basement. <laughs> Let's just hire someone on Fiverr. Wait, say okay. tip top again. Who? Me or Mike? You. It's your podcast. Okay. Tip top. Thanks. We're good. <laughs> we'll edit that. <laughs> Tip top. <laughs> Let me start because I'm selfish. I'm a mom. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, nope. I don't think so. You just got got. And I want to try to make this right between us. <laughs> All right. So that's the second time that that thing is autoplayed on its own. So let's go to that one first, Mike, and tell me what is happening with this story. All right, listen, there's this woman named Sarah Brady. Uh, she was arrested for playing on a closed playground. It was her and a bunch of her, uh, I guess there it was an anti-vax group. They all decided to go to a playground during the quarantine, even though everything was shut down. And uh, one of the moms, allegedly, and it's until proven guilty, um, ripped off all of the yellow tape all over the playground that there there is on every playground all across America right now. And this officer just comes over. He's like, yeah, you guys got to leave. And essentially, this woman begs to be arrested. And she's like, after she gets arrested, she's like, I can't believe this is happening. America's broken. Hi, guys. I think she said, Are you, am I being arrested or being detained? Am I being detained? I do wonder why it's um, being closed when it's a public park. I mean, we're yeah, not breaking city, a law. The city closed it, and the city can close the park at any time. Under what grounds? Under what grounds can they just come in and... The city code says they can't. <laughs> right? No, we're paying taxes down. We don't get a refund on the parks we're paying for. I am not the one to argue with. The one to argue with, if you don't like it, is the mayor. I love that she says we don't get a refund on the park on the parks that we pay for, because I guarantee you her city taxes would be so minuscule just for the one day of a park. <laughs> and that also means that that every day she doesn't go to the park, she's forfeiting her tax money. So throughout this whole video, this officer right here, he just he's fed up with it. He doesn't. Well, so the officer. 
they couldn't be more just they were super nice about the whole thing. I mean, thing. yeah, they were just they They're were calm and collected and they were just like, "Listen, this is the way it is. We understand where you're coming from, but you got to leave. Like this is above both of us." So Get the later, F out of here. later on, <laughs> um later that night, I I saw this video on Reddit as well. Um there was a protest outside of the officer's home who arrested Jesus. her that was full of people, especially this man with a beautiful 10-gallon hat who pulled out his pocket constitution to tell him, <laughs> you know the no law. Um, if only so they had I, white claws at the <laughs> park. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were white claw-less. If they whipped out a claw, the officer would have said, my apologies, and just walked out. <laughs> so what is this clip, this other clip that just keeps auto-playing? <laughs> So I guess she made a statement. Um, I haven't seen this one. Dan Dan had put this in. She made a statement, you said, Dan, apologizing for all of this? Yeah, basically her outside of, I think it's Town Hall or maybe the police department. And uh, I think the city is Meridian, Idaho. Yeah, that's right. And she, she's basically apologizing for everything and trying, just trying to, I don't even know, appeal to the general public. But every day to teach my children to take responsibility and ownership. When <laughs> And I want right between us. Would she be? Did you say Meridian or Viridian? Is Misty's water? Meridian with an no Meridian with an M. Not no. First of all, Viridian is the bug. Cerulean. Cerulean Forest. Where's Misty? She's in Cerulean City. Get on my level. Are you guys talking Pokemon? Pokemon. Too old for the Pokemans. I'm too old for this shit. That water gym was hard with just a Charmander. It's tough. Bulbasaur. Next topic on the <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. Oh no, I'm kidding. Uh, all right, so <laughs> so now I'm gonna cut right back in line, and uh, I mean this is a story that is just blowing up the news anywhere. So it, it, you know we'd be uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this one, uh, and that is President Donald Trump giving the advice. Uh, to the country uh, that that or or asking at least his top scientists if they can look into uh, injecting coronavirus COVID nineteen victims with light and disinfectant. And uh, while all this is going on, while while he's making the speech, and everybody's heard this speech. Like this is this is not this is probably not news to anybody. Supposing. We hit the body with a tremendous uh, But while he's giving this speech, and I think uh, Dr. Burks, who is you know on this medical team, the national NIH team, and she's a virologist, she is just dying inside. And she's in the lower left corner of this video the entire time you're watching it. And you just see her soul leave her body. <laughs> you see a fiery skeleton hand come up from the depths of hell and pull it down because she is just like, I gotta die. I wanna die. Shut up. Please shut up. And it's so, it's, it's so the way that she looks at him, she's like, my entire career is for this. So, so essentially what he said, and, and I think everybody knows this, is he's like, it, we should look into uh, injecting light 
into the body through the skin, which is why he's orange. And then he talks about disinfectant. Oh, disinfectant kills the virus. Can we clean the lungs? <laughs> disinfectant. So you've got everybody like running around like, you know, Lysol is saying, don't drink bleach. We're going to get through this. Uh, don't don't do anything hasty with the disinfectants. But I went back and I read the transcript of the entire press conference. And what makes this even worse is what came right before Trump. And that was Undersecretary Bill Bryan, who is he leads the science and technology directorate for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. And this is this is he's going through slides in a deck. And this is literally what he said. He goes, he goes, <laughs> I'm sorry. He says, if you look at the first three lines, you would see the word surface. We're talking about non-porous surfaces. We're talking about door handles, stainless steel. And if you look at that, as the temperature increases, as the humidity increases, with no sun involved, you can see how drastically the half-life goes down. And then he says, if you inject summer, so he's basically saying, put summer into this equation, put light into the equation. Not actually injecting anything into the body, but if you inject summer, the sunlight into that, you inject UV rays into that, the same effects on line two, da 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 da, the effects on the virus, how much of an impact UV rays has on a virus. He's talking about on like the doorknob of your house or like the handle of your car. And then he says the last two lines are aerosols. What does it do in the air? We have a very unique capability of discussing. I was discussing with the president prior to coming out. He wanted me to convey it to you on how we do this. I believe we're the only lab testing aerosol and the effect of basically disinfect aerosolized disinfectant on the virus. Not in your lungs. Like Listen, not in your lungs. In Trump's defense. We do have the Bill Gates 5G nanobots, and I guarantee that they could emit some kind of ultraviolet light inside of the lungs if injected correctly. I, I can't dispute that. I don't it's know enough about I don't know enough nice. about nanobots to dispute it, you know? I think you guys sound like a bunch of conspiracy theorists to me. <laughs> you sound like my favorite. Former WWE. Oh boy. <laughs> Minnesotans. Today we're going to talk about the coronavirus and the aerosol in your lungs. I think we should. Um... I just wanted to do my Jesse Ventura. You guys can fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> there should be a. I'm sure that maybe. I, I don't know if there is. Maybe there isn't. A, a wiki of Trump's like top 10 most used adjective. adjective. Because tremendous has got to be up there, right? Everything is tremendous. Tremendous and great. Yeah, tremendous it's and great. Very, very good. Maybe it's only... It's good, great, tremendous. That's the scale. It's the Trump scale of excellence. <laughs> Speaking of scales of things, Dan, you were telling me this. Like, before he walked out and made this speech, too, there was literally, like, a, a, a sign or a diagram or something that was talking about light. It was literally like it was literally staring at it. It might have been from the previous um, uh, presentation, from what you just talked about, because it was like a PowerPoint slide on a screen, and it's just a picture of him looking at it, just the back of his head, and he's looking at it. And it talks about 
you know, UV, UV radiation, how it affects the virus and um, disinfectants on hard surfaces and things like that. And it's just like, you can almost, even though you're seeing the back of his head, you can see the gears turning on the inside. Like, yeah, you know what? Just, just put it inside. <laughs> if that's where the information came from, I love it too, because the slide or, or, or the, the chart or whatever it was literally just had like a simple sun graphic. <laughs> And like one line of text under it. And then it had like a simple aerosol can graphic and one line of text under it. And well, that's the, the biggest and brightest, well, not the biggest and brightest minds, but that's the most powerful minds in our country right now. Well, the, the part that I love, um, I don't know if we heard it in the audio or not, is he keeps saying how, um, uh, you know, Dr. Burks and I've talked about this. Uh, she, we don't have anything about it, but she's going to look into it. It's like, no, she's not. She's not going to look into uh, how to irradiate the skin to get rid of coronavirus. Like, well, so is- he he turned to Bill Bryan and and he said, like halfway through, about when he was when he was transitioning between the UV idea and the disin- injecting disinfectant idea, he turns to Bill Bryan. And he says, "Are we looking into that or whatever?" And <laughs> Bill Bryan says, "I'll find the right people to look into it." <laughs> So good luck, intern. Yeah. Now you have to research this. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right, Dan, what do you got? The tip top. I got something a much, much more lighthearted. It's <laughs> a little bit more positive than everything else going on. So <clears throat> I live I live in Fairlong, which is very close to Akron, Ohio. And um, they have a double-A minor league team. It's a, actually the minor league team of the Cleveland Indians, the Rubber Ducks. They used to be the Akron Arrows. It's since changed to the rubber ducks. I think it was maybe three years ago, four years ago. That's irrelevant. But they had an opening day, and obviously with with everything going on, they they um, they didn't have it in person, but it was a virtual opening day. So the video that uh, you may hear a little bit of audio from it it has a lot of the um, it has all the team lineup introductions. It's got the national anthem. It's got all the stuff you would see at a at a regular ball game, basically on the jumbotron, and then. Um, First pitch from our governor, Mike DeWine, and then they go right to the game. So I don't know. If, Freddie, do you want to play the audio and we'll talk over it? Or? It's inspiring. It is. The music really gets me, you know. Rubber Ducks fans. <clears throat> I love how they still have Lindor and like all their media. <laughs> like we have a souvenir cup from last year with Francisco Lindor on it. It's like, come on, guys. That's what minor league teams do, though. Is they just hang on. To, hey, this guy played here for a week. He was on. He was coming back from injury. He never actually yeah. had to play here in Double A. Actually, <laughs> is their season? Their season's canceled, right? I don't know about canceled. Um, I, th- I think it's postponed for the most part. <clears throat> I think everything in April is obviously canceled. May, I think, is I. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn, but you should. You should. Who gives a shit? I mean, I would. I would assume they because I know. I'm gonna say um, it's all done. I'm gonna say baseball's done forever. <laughs> forever. Just forever. never yeah, coming back. This, now this, whole, this whole MLB thing is just not gonna recover. You know, it's just not gonna. So, so they had a whole like they really. I mean, it was the production value is great. It's really. I mean, it's cool to watch the first you know 15 minutes or so. The girl singing the national anthem is singing it right outside of the park. I would just, I think they probably take well, that or record it. Talking about Re- this girl. Still there. 
Yeah, Fiona something. Shout out to Fiona something. That ain't bad. Kids got to be like, what, 12, 13, 14? That's pretty oh, no, good. She's 46. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's fine. Really good. That's good. The key to the anthem is starting low. That's, yeah. That's crucial. If you start high, you're done. Oh, <laughs> well, no, you go too low, and then you gotta go old. You gotta go old man river low. You gotta go like in the gut, guttural. Deep river. <laughs> so the all the intro is great. All that media stuff is great. Like you can tell, they really spent some time on it. They were really hyping it up. I mean, it was posted all over. Like even Cleveland news stations picked up the story. And then Mike DeWine throws out the first pitch. <laughs> and it's just him in his governor's chambers from where he's been doing his daily um, COVID-19 conference. And it's, he just, you can tell, it's its like a, a short shot of him. It doesn't show where the ball's going. And it looks like the ball just goes right into the ground. You can see from the camera angle, like four feet in front of him. And it goes just, it just dives. It just... <laughs> So then what like, did they do for the game? They go into MLB The Show, and then it's just... <laughs> yeah, so all they did is just computer against computer. Pitch that time. Ronnie Mauricio is the second out of the opening frame. So... Fielder giving chase. Got it! Mike can probably relate to this from watching us play yeah. MLB <laughs> growing up. Yeah, that was Which literally like, oh, yeah, Mike's this, looks, this looks familiar. What are you... I, yeah. I feel like I'm playing the game. Yeah, Just here, hold a controller this Dreamcast and... controller. <laughs> We're playing the PlayStation. <laughs> you don't know, you dummy. You little kid. It's all the same. <laughs> For anyone listening, the Rubber Ducks do win. Spoiler That's alert. what we all really were wondering. Seven to two. The computer was in our favor. And then there's fireworks at the end. Uh, fireworks that were probably taped last season. I don't know when, but... How so... great would that have been if they're like, hey, everybody... Come on out to our virtual season opener that we control every part get of. Smashed. Ducks lose thirteen to one. <laughs> Who do you think threw the better first pitch, Mike Dewine or Fifty Cent? <laughs> oh, that Fifty Cent first pitch was something. I'm trying to think of the gymnast that threw a first pitch. It might have been for the Cubs. I don't remember, but she did like a whole like aerobatics. She's like a front flip and everything, and then threw it out and actually made it to the catcher. It was incredible. This is really good audio. <laughs> of us talking about first pitches? Hey, you guys remember that thing that you kind of have to <laughs> picture in your head from a long time Close ago your eyes. that a <laughs> few people hard. saw? That was, that that was, was something. <laughs> hey, why don't you just email us your favorite first pitch at firstpitch at gmail.com. <laughs> That's actually going to be episode three, first pitches. <laughs> It's going to be, it's, well, it's going to be famous first. First pitches, first bitches. First, first guy's itches. new name, Mitches. First first, itches, okay. First yeah, itches. first uh, chicken pox. This Mitch is also really good audio. I just want to point that out, how great of a show, how, how great of an improvement this is over the first shit fest oh. that was episode one. <clears throat> how about, uh, what else is going on? Mike, you moved out. I moved out. We talked about that already, you goofball. I now know you live in a van why? down by the river. <laughs> I bought a U-Haul. I gave him a fake ID. I'm out of here. So, I, I mean, your apartment was good. I, what was the what was the deciding factor in in right. moving on up to the further west side for a 
20. Well, we wanted to get further away. I don't even know how old you are. Two-bedroom, two-bathroom uh, apartment in the third floor. Yeah, so the the apartment that we came from, it was, like, sub-level, so we weren't getting a lot of vitamin D. Um, and I, Well, I would assume uh, Emily was getting plenty of vitamin D. Oh. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, no. <laughs> But we, yes. we it, it was underground. It was a one-bedroom, one-bathroom. It was really tiny. And with her corgi, she did not have a lot of space to run around. Our um, outside area, I, if you can call it that, was very tiny. We didn't have much of a yard for her to run around. Um, our parking situation, there weren't enough spots for all of the residents at our uh, apartment. So I was blocking That in, tracks. I was <laughs> blocking in a... Uh, apartment cohort um or neighbor for yeah neighbor like, you nearly, probably call it every day you neighbor, could probably say neighbor like a uh, like a normal adult nope. yeah you weirdo so I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say a bigger more impressive word and get it wrong i, for, I honestly <laughs> forgot the word neighbor um all right that's fair <laughs> okay that tracks parking sucked uh, we were underground and it wasn't great. Um, we didn't have a lot of space, so we decided to move out here. Um, Emily picked this apartment, and uh, now it's it's a two bedroom, two bathroom, um, thousand plus square feet. We have a big yard. It's very like dog friendly, and I can park my car without blocking anybody. So it is a little farther from work, um, but I was willing to take that sacrifice considering it's I'm in, working from home for the next couple of years. So. It's in See? Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so all the way. About, uh, I moved to our east of Pennsylvania. Sure. So you guys went from having like the elephants living above you to being the elephants at the top of the yes. pyramid. Yes. You could just stomp I, around I like a. The I best can't of them. tell you how bad our upstairs neighbors were, and <clears throat> it, did you know them? No. I, I mean, like, I've talked to them, but they started to hate me because I had to call the police on them. It went, it went. <laughs> Were you, like, uh, the guy with the broomstick, like, hitting no, against the ceiling? No, I was, Keep it no. But, like, they're screaming. They were screaming up there. It was um, a mom and her kids, and there was one time where I thought the screaming was a little too far, and I heard some aggressive things, so I was like, uh, I got to call the police. So I had to do that, and then I went to go make sure the door was unlocked so the police could go and talk to the woman because uh, I'm a snitch. Why and... didn't you just make a citizen's arrest? <laughs> I tried yelling that. Yeah, you're a sovereign <laughs> citizen. <laughs> she told me she doesn't follow the laws of the United States. She's a, a citizen of the world. Well, she had a goddamn white claw in her hand. What can you do? She, ha she had a white claw and the proper paperwork. <laughs> so she knew it was me ever since she, when I went um, to make sure that the police could get in, she was in the stairwell and I peeked my head out and she saw me and I was like, oh, I'm going back into my apartment. <laughs> You did the uh, traditional yeah. Northeast Ohio. Oh, yeah, I, I, I got to get out of here. Gonna say, I'm going to stop you right there because <laughs> I'm going to create another sound effect for the shit. And it's going to be an ope alarm because <laughs> I was editing the last episode and there were like six opes. So we're either going to have like an ope meter or an ope alarm, <laughs> which is another thing. I have not said ope. <laughs> other than... <laughs> Oh, I think you should have said ope. You should have before that burp. You should definitely said ope. I have not said ope in so long because of social distancing. That's because true. Because the Midwest thing to do is is no. You guys could probably say it with me if I started saying it. Oh, I'm just gonna sneak right past you here. Right past you. Is that, that the, is, yeah, no, yeah, and the no, yeah, no. 
Yeah, no, yeah. It's just a, it's just another thing. This this virus is taken from us. <laughs> I just want to say ope to total strangers and not have to talk to them anymore. I I they're they're just I, because I don't I don't ope my family, I don't think. I'm gonna hit so many opes as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> Mike's just gonna I'm go on just gonna an ope rampage. Oh. Like if I bump my kid in the head with a refrigerator door, I might ope. But that's usually like a, an immediate sorry. Or it's like, yeah. ooh, didn't see you there. But yeah. it's, it's but, more, uh, what are you doing in here? Get out. But like, uh, but like a pushing <laughs> the bathroom door open when a coworker is pulling the bathroom door open. Oh, that's a yikes. That's a big oh, yikes. Excuse me. No, it's an ope. That's a total ope. It's a total ope. Is there a, um, is there a spectrum? Is there an ope spectrum, if you would? <laughs> we don't have to hash this out right now, but I, would say well, I think we can. Ope. I think this is an important thing <laughs> to think about. So if we say OPE is the baseline, it, and let's just go two steps above and two steps below. So, okay. You got to have a uh in there somewhere. If it's I, just like a, just a generic, like, uh, uh, just like a noise, uh, not even necessarily a, a verbalization. Yeah, the oh, noise below. is OPE, you idiot. <laughs> so well, there's no spectrum. So you answered my question. It's what you say after there's this a spectrum. Counter. So there's an OPE. And then, like, underneath that, I would say is like a, uh, 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 and then above that is a holy ope! <laughs> still holy ope. Holy ope! Your neighbors are going to say, this guy needs the cops called on him. <laughs> this guy's open this like your, a madman. We're not supposed to be open right now. This is night in your apartment, and the people below you are hearing screams of holy ope. Holy ope. I have a quick holy question. Ope. All these businesses that are closed and have the um, say they're not open. Does that mean they're not physically <laughs> open, not, or yeah, they're it's, it's they're open not open themselves? And it's a non-open. <laughs> like, look, we're not open. We're I'm not, not open. I haven't I haven't been open for five weeks. We're not open, and you're not open neither. And that's the way it needs to be. Oh God, that bit has gone on too long. <laughs> it wasn't a bit, but it was. It's it it's truth. If it's if it's truth, it's not a bit. It's our truth. It's, we spoke <laughs> our truth about hope. <clears throat> so so the move went smoothly then at yes. least. Yes, everything was fine. Uh, Dan helped out a lot. Um, I would have helped you. You know that yeah, I would have. You're only helped. saying this because you're on a podcast and other right. people are going to listen. Dan helped out a lot. I drew. Um, you know what I did today? I drew a giant chalk Wonder Woman on my driveway. Yeah. And I went to the post office wearing the same dust mask. That Wait, aren't we sponsored by stamps.com? Should you be saying this? Oh, yeah. Let's take a minute for our sponsor. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. We don't have any sponsors yet. Someday soon, we'll talk about the Casper mattress that I sleep on every night and the Quip toothbrush that I use. But Oh, I use a Quip? We should totally get Quip on board. I think they would, but they're... Like, no, these guys are talking about Ope for 19 minutes. <laughs> Can that All be right, the name so, of this episode? So it, it's open. It's it's quarantine to open boogaloo. <laughs> of course. That's the only way. Uh, yeah, because we're cliche and not creative. Uh, Mike, so it went smooth. Dan helped you. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> How many times have you moved? Um, what, this 24? Is... With with Emily, this is my third apartment. We were talking about it today. Um, since college, we have moved consecutively, both of us, seven times. 
So we never stay in the same door. It seems dorm. like you're running from something. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I feel like at any point, some Mexican drug cartel is going to get, they're going to catch up to you. Or my old upstairs neighbors. That's what I'm terrified yeah, of. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. I have. Yeah, a, how many times have you? Well, you've been all oh over. We, you and I have been. We've been out of state. Yeah. <laughs> Men of the world. <laughs> yeah, by out of state you mean one state over. For me, <laughs> I mean you went all the way to the coast, brother. Yeah, Let's see. I've moved, I moved. Would... Um, oh God, I don't even know. Um, four, five, like eight, eight or nine, ten times maybe. Yeah. But um, what was the what was the best place to be? Um, we had a pretty sweet house uh, in Terre Haute before we leave in Terre Haute, Indiana. What was Columbia House like? <laughs> what Columbia House Records? <laughs> That's the only thing I know is in Terre Haute, Indiana. Because when I used to like get like twelve CDs for a dollar, that was the name on the postcard you had to send, or the address in the postcard you had to send in. Hey Mike, what do you know what Columbia House is? I don't. I don't. Okay, so here's another example. <laughs> Mike, hey Mike has no you know, idea. You know Spotify? Well, think about it as like way less, and you have and, to pay way more. And is it's that just like physical iTunes? CDs? <laughs> so they. Well, so this I'm was more? a thing. You don't. You really don't know about Columbia House. I don't. I do not know right. Columbia House. Okay, so this was a thing, where it was a, it was a predatory music wholesaler that would send they'd send out mail like a postcard and it would have like a bunch of stamps you know what stamps are right uh all right so it'd have a bunch of stamps stamps.com and all the stamps would have uh like album covers on them and you would pick the the 12 that you liked the most and you'd put them on the back of this postcard and you'd send it back to Terre Haute, Indiana with it with a penny and columbia house would send you 12 cds and as soon as they sent you 12 cds you were in some sort of blood contract to buy another three cds for ten thousand dollars yep it was like it it was it was like uh well now like you could do it with movies like disney movie club and it was like uh, it was almost like netflix Back before they did any streaming, but you kept the media, and then they charged you way more after the fact. Or like Disney Movie Club is kind of that way. They would, now, it, the, the the contract worked like you would get you you got twelve movies for a penny or a dollar or some stupid shit, and then you were in a contract over the course of three years, and is to fulfill that for them to release you from the contract, you had to buy <laughs> ten more CDs or cassettes. There were still cassettes when I was doing it. Uh, in fact, my first cassette ever, Guns N' Roses, The Spaghetti Incident, came from Columbia House. And uh, the, the, the CDs or, or the cassettes or whatever were, at minimum, $30. Oh, when you wow. could go to uh, Camelot Records or Tower Records, which you also don't know what either of those are, <laughs> and get a CD for 10 bucks, it was $30. Because for some reason, $20 in postage or something like that from Columbia House. Shipping and handling. One, is Columbia House the one who stole the Motown girls? I don't know what you're talking about. about. (laughs) And two, 
Um, were the CDs were they just singles or did they actually give you full albums? No, it was albums. It was okay. yeah, they were full albums. But it was, but yeah, it was. If you want to pay thirty dollars for lightning crashes or whatever by live or blind melon, Columbia House was the only place to do that. <laughs> I don't think they. I, I I would assume they're not. Ex- I don't think they exist anymore. At least if they do, I don't know where they are in Terre Haute. I don't know. I think they went out of business not because of their terrible business model, because of people like me who did send the thing back, get their twelve CDs, and then have their mom call Columbia House and say, <laughs> "He's fourteen years old. It doesn't know what he's doing. You better get. It. You better stop this." <laughs> and I kept the CDs. There you go. I had to give back the spaghetti incident. They didn't like <laughs> mom and dad didn't want me listening to Guns N' Roses. Oh boy, were they mistaken? They said Slash's hair is too long, and they got rips in their jeans. <laughs> He's he wears a hat. It's the same hat as that sheriff. Or <laughs> <laughs> not yep. the sheriff? The guy, whatever the guy with his pocket constitution. That was a he terrible keeps callback. It, he keeps it in his hat. He keeps the constitution in his slash, his slash hat. <laughs> it's compartmentalized. <laughs> All right. So Terre Haute, you had a cool place. Yeah, we. I mean, yeah, we had. Well, initially, our apartment was right by um, Indiana State, which is where I mean, where I went to grad school, and it was awful. But um, we moved to a house that was um, right by a park, and it was like it was basically a condo. It was like a two bedroom condo, and we were in like a. I mean, we were definitely the youngest people in the area, but it was great because it was right close. To, it was right by a park, and um, I mean, quiet neighborhood and everything else. But before that, it was <laughs> it was interesting. We actually lived in. So I'm sorry, we lived in two places prior to that. So one was right by campus, and one was actually um, far from campus, but um, closer to work. The first one, it was it was basically a college um, college only, except that we had one neighbor below us who was like this. I don't know, at least 65 year old man who, who didn't have a, I, he probably didn't have a driver's license because he only rode his bike and he smoked like a chimney. <laughs> and this sounds like a college townie. Yeah. He, oh, he's definitely a townie. He's been there. He's been there since 1896. Um, <laughs> but he would smoke and smoke and smoke the all outside. Of Indiana State. I don't know if that's the, fa- I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to speak out of turn. I think it was in the 1800s somewhere. But he would smoke and smoke and smoke, and, we're, and our apartment started to smell like cigarette smoke. And we're like, "Come on! Like, this is obviously a non-smoking apartment. We, you know, we signed a lease and everything else. It's stating it was non-smoking, and we're just getting cigarette smoke from him. Obviously, we're not smoking. It's pumping up from our downstairs neighbor. So we contact the the lease office, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll take care of it." So they just have a maintenance guy come out with a grocery bag full of Febreze <laughs> air fresheners, with like fresh linen cartridges. So we're like, okay, we'll try it. So now all our apartment smells like is fresh linen and cigarettes. Like it doesn't do it doesn't do anything. I heard that if you it's inject like, that into the lungs, the cigarette smoke will go away. It's like a cleaning. I saw the PowerPoint. I saw a PowerPoint slide about it. But it was, I mean, it was terrible. It was bad. I don't know. Maybe eventually they talked to him. I'm, I'm not sure, but I feel like it got a little bit better. Still awful. I've I've moved around a lot since I mean obviously I've had more time to do it but uh so I, I lived in I went to college in Akron after school I moved out to uh LA with the liberal elites uh <laughs> where I was just 
one hell of a 25-year-old libtard cuck <laughs> on the coast in socialist California. Uh, I live, And then from there, I moved to redneck Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Before moving back to the Ope capital of the world, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, but but uh, I, I, I loved my house that I lived in in college, and, and it was awful. I'm, Sherman? Was, what was the address? It was a terrible house. Yeah, it's 495 Sherman Street. It's not there anymore. <laughs> it's, I mean, you could drive by where it used to be. It might still exist on Google Street View, but, it's, but they tore it down to build uh, another you know, 20-story, 5,000-room dormitory that they're building in Akron now that whole, the, the university is just swallowing the city. But we moved uh, the first day into the house. We all pull up. We're unloading all of our stuff into the house. And I go down in the, into the basement, and all these houses are 100 years old, you know, in, in the in old industrial town or whatever. And it's like a poured concrete basement and not like what you would think now where they actually have a form of the walls of the concrete basement <laughs> like where they put wood in they pour the concrete they take the wood now this was just like they somebody just went down there in like 1896 probably and just like kind of slapped some concrete on the dirt and then they said we'll build a house on top of this so we go down in that basement because we're just like checking out the house and it it looks like the the it looks like the basement from Fight Club. I would have said Blair Witch, but I've never and, actually I don't remember seeing that basement. No, no, it really does look like the basement from the Paper Street House and Fight Club. And I <laughs> and I pull on the light, like I pull on the little chain light, and you know, there's like it's like one of those things where it's just like there's a single light bulb hanging from a cord with a string. <laughs> and I pull that to turn it on, and there is just like. There's like dark stains on the floor, and there are like three chain dog leashes hanging from the floor what joists the of hell? the ceiling. <laughs> so I don't know if the people that lived there before us had some sort of dog fighting ring down there, or they had some sort of. I mean, I don't know what was going on down there. Maybe it was some sort of fun club. Uh, but no, I would probably lean on the uh, dog fighting ring. <laughs> but we never set foot down in that basement again until the last day in our house when we had a huge party and we had a bunch of beer pong tables set up down there. That was the only other time I ever went in that basement. It was. Did the losers upsetting. of the beer pong games have to wear the collars for a set they amount of time? They put them on before. It was, oh, that sure. was part of the fun. Uh, no, but that house was great just because my roommates in college were in, in that house were awesome. And, uh, and then when I moved, when I moved, uh, to Cleveland, I had back, you know, from the West coast and, and, and from Oklahoma or whatever, I moved to, moved to Cleveland. I had a really cool apartment, uh, then, um, and then when I moved in with, uh, who my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife of more than 10 years, um we had a cool little apartment it was like a, it was like one of those nice little cozy like it's just like a like a like a cozy little row house type apartment um and the best part about that place was our her upstairs neighbor i think her name was barb 
Uh, I could be off. I mean, she was like, she's listening. Man. So you should probably get her name right. No, she's dead. She's way <laughs> dead. From the she grave. Was, she was, she didn't wear, she wore, uh, in fact, I've had two neighbors like this that were like white haired Moo, you know, wearers. But, but I think it was Barb. Anyway, she had a dog named Walter, this little white dog named Walter. And she would always just like, she would walk Walter what amounted to 10 feet away from the door of the apartment building. And uh, so I would just always see her. And then I had a, uh, my, my Jeep that I was driving at the time, the horn honked when, when you locked the doors. And every time I would pull up to that apartment, Barb or whatever, um, we're, let's just fucking call her Barb. I don't know what her name really was. <laughs> but Barb would pop up in the window and look out and, and from the Jeep and I hate that horn. <laughs> she would say that out the window. Would you reply with, oh, I'm sorry. I said, oh, <laughs> I hate Walter. <laughs> and then we had a, in our first house that, that we lived in uh, when we got married, the first house that we bought, uh, we had another lady that was like, a, you know, another bar. She was probably Barb, too. Who, who knows? I don't, can, I don't. Can we just know that you remember the dog's name and not the human's <laughs> name of this? Oh, I definitely remember Walter. <laughs> I could pick Walter out of a lineup today, but Walter is also dead for the record, I guarantee. <laughs> Walter could have eaten Barb in, a, in an apartment situation where they don't find her for days. Who knows? Oh, sure. He's a Those hungry little happen. boy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <Those things> happen. <laughs> he looked like the dog on the, on the is it? What's the dog? What's the thing in the can? The dog food in, in the in the fancy can? Fancy I feast have. for cats. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. My kids told me today that I eat cat food because I like tuna fish. <laughs> well, they're not wrong. <laughs> We're really off topic, but I don't care. <laughs> Mike and I need to touch on the fact that we were both RAs in college, and if we're talking about moving, we need to definitely, definitely share our to wisdom. Be like a moving crew for like a every time, right? Is that what an RA does? And then I only saw That's Son-in-Law. It. That's the only reason I know what an RA is. Mike doesn't know what that movie is either. I don't. Mike, are you aware of Pauly Shore in general? Is Pauly Shore the one in Encino Man? Yes, he is the weasel with the longer hair. Yes, yeah, he's the weasel. You got he's it. He's also in. Son-in-law. Is he in Fast Times? No. Oh, Whoa. good God, no. Who's in Fast Times? Mike, you can, just, Christ. Mike you can just Penn. sign off. <laughs> Get out of here. Just hang up well, the phone. Well, we can never turn this into a pop culture podcast because, <laughs> holy cow, we have Mother. a big liability here. Mike <laughs> Mike is, uh, like, yeah, liability. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> He's heard of Transformers. That's the one with Shia LaBeouf, right? My favorite Transformers, Bumblebee. <laughs> Nothing so else what? before that. So what? What? What is an R? What? Is, what? I mean, I never lived in dorms in college, so. So. <laughs> here's the thing. I don't, Mike. I don't remember what building you were in, but I was in a 21 and over dorm, and so it was like it was fine. Like the freshman dorms were the worst, and I say dorm, I should say residence hall because that's what they they would prefer. But I'm not an RA anymore, so. Boom, Bowling Green. Got him. <laughs> Got him. So I never had issues. Like we would have floor meetings and everything. Like this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to do. All this and go off off the all the rules at the beginning of the year. And it was basically like I would tell them, "Listen, we're all adults here. Just 
be smart. Like if you're loud, I have to come to your room. If you're not loud, I don't have to come to your room. It's, it's as simple as that. But the worst was we'd have to do mid-semester room checks. I don't even know why, honestly, just to make sure people weren't there, I guess. And the end of the year move outs, we would go through and check the rooms. That usually wasn't bad, but the mid-semester, like seeing how people lived was appalling. Just we like had the spent tissues all over the so, floor. <laughs> are they sad tissues or happy tissues? That was oh, you would... know what they are. <laughs> so, most of the rooms that I had, it was two person suites. So, they shared a bathroom. They didn't have a community bathroom the way the building was set up. But at the end of the end of the hall, we called them, uh, I forget what we called them. It was a three person suite, essentially. Call them Barb. So was, yeah, Barb. So, we called them Barb's. And it was a three-person suite. I remember one suite specifically. There was only like, I think, four on a floor. So one of my two, because we basically split the floor in half between two RAs. One of my two was three guys. And they were, I don't know, stoners, I guess. I don't know. Not really confirmed. But I walk in. I open the door. And I literally make, opening the door clears a path of trash <laughs> on the floor. Oh, my <laughs> like God. The, there's a, when you first go in, there's a common room and then there's three bedrooms. They each have their own bedroom. And the common room is just, it's just trash. The, there's, you can't see the floor. It's just nothing but trash. And they have a meal plan. So it's all stuff from the convenience store or the, whatever the, the cafeteria. But it, I'm like, how, how does this happen? Like you all have garbage cans in your room. And so I, of course I had to go grab a couple of my coworkers and we go in there. We're like, what is going on? But it, it's just amazing how what you see. I saw the biggest bottle of Frank's Red Hot <laughs> hot sauce in my life, like bigger than what you could get at Sam's Club. And it had a pump, which I've never seen. <laughs> I don't know if that was custom fabricated or what, but. It's pretty damn convenient, I'll tell you that. Oh, hell yeah. Frank's Red Hot. But, I, I mean, there's so many more stories, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep it to the moving out or the moving in stories uh, for this episode. Yeah. Mike, did you see anything wild at your uh, Falcon I mean, Heights? Is that where you were? Yeah, I was in Falcon Heights, and that was built your what your senior year, or your junior year. I think that was finished after I graduated. So you, graduated. you were the one. Yeah. You were the type of guy who lived in the building that got great college houses demolished. Yeah, absolutely. You um, broke up the dog fighting ring <laughs> before. Before we go on, I, I do remember somebody tell me, telling me Falcon Heights was um, so haphazardly constructed that they could slide a piece of paper under their wall to their oh, yeah. neighbor's room. <laughs> mm -hmm. that, was, that was definitely true. Um, the walls were super thin. Um, one of those rooms where you could actually slide something under was one of the rooms that I was in charge of. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, working at Falcon Heights, um, it was weird because I was a sophomore and it's a juniors and seniors only dorm. So, uh, so they just spit on you when you walk yeah, by? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um, this little guy is walking around trying to tell these upperclassmen what's what. And um, more than likely, it was usually like fraternities that were in there. So I had uh, some of the fraternities on my floor. Um, and they were always pretty nice guys. Um, I don't know. Move out. I, I didn't have anything, any problems throughout the year. At move out, whenever I had to go assess all the damage, um, I had been told that I wasn't going to be an RA next year because of my major in early child education. They said because I was going into my methods year, um, I couldn't, I wouldn't have the time. Bullshit. So I got fired. Bullshit. <laughs> so 
early education majors were no longer allowed to be RAs. And so I said, okay, uh, everyone that I'm going to check out isn't going to pay for the damage to their rooms. So uh, I would go across and look at all their rooms and everything. That Some of the walls would be just torn to shit from very um, haphazardly put on posters at the beginning of the year. And just like paint chips are torn off and everything. I'm like, yep, looks good. See you next year. <laughs> so was it was this a co-ed dorm or was this? Yes. Yeah. What's the difference when you're checking out college guys versus college girls? I, like, I can imagine every college guy's room has a hole in the drywall where they punched it when they were drunk. <laughs> Only for the Kyles of the uh, Kyles for drinking monsters. Um, Col- well, college girls, they always leave a little something for daddy, if you know what I mean. They always leave a little something behind. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't, I don't know how. I don't really know. I don't know what I mean. I'm, that I'm was just... way scarier than my Jesse Ventura impression. I just wanted to say. College um, girls are always like, yeah, you know, we made sure to scrub the shower and this and that. And guys, it's like, yeah, we pissed in a shower before we left. <laughs> I shit on my desk. <laughs> Clean that up. I'm like, nope, let's find. Leave it, for boy, leave it for Boys State to check out before. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there's just going to be some juvenile delinquents that live in here over the summer, right? Blame them. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't have any horror stories. Everyone was pretty much fine. That was my RA career. After that, I moved to an apartment, and I ditched the dorm life. So. I was an RA for two years, and I have so many stories, but... I'll leave a little teaser for you, folks, for future episodes. We're never going to do an episode on this. Nope, never. <laughs> but they don't know that. Oh, well, now they do. <laughs> we said it. Who's they? By the way, subscribe on SoundCloud, yeah. Stitcher, and <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Oh, yeah. Minnesotans. Okay, Jesse, <laughs> pump your brakes. Uh, did you make the Dole Whip? I didn't even ask you that earlier. Did I make the Dole Whip? No. Yeah. I so my wife is a huge fan of Dole Whip, and um, I actually thought about getting a a uh, bag of the mix on Amazon for Christmas for her. <laughs> so I wonder. <laughs> I'm like, it is mixed. Well, at least on Amazon, I don't know. I don't know Disney's recipe specifically because Menchie's has a Dole Whip that is just pineapple. So Dole puts out this mix for whoever, but I think Disney may have their own um, pineapple vanilla swirl recipe. Yeah, I I really don't know. I'm sure it's just a bag. It's just a bag that some poor person throws in, throws in a machine, and then sweats for the rest of the day. <laughs> but the drink I made tasted like a Dole Whip. It was really good, and we actually made Dole Whip popsicles for my uh, for my daughters. Pineapple juice and vanilla yogurt and. I think that's it. I don't think I added anything else, but a little bit of lime juice. And it tasted like Dole Whip. I mean, it's just pine- it's pineapple. So anything pineapple-based is going to taste like a Dole Whip. Is there anything else What well, you guys knew that you guys have tried while you're stuck? I, I feel like it all comes back to just being stuck in, you know, stuck in your house. And Yeah, I, I do mean, have Mike's to. Not. Mike doesn't give a shit. He, go- he drives I all go over out, the place. Yeah. Mike coughs on pe- strangers in public. I do. I've decided Confirmed. enough is enough. Yeah, you were at that <laughs> protest, right? You were protesting. Yeah, the yeah. I was the one or... in the the ten gallon hat. Did you have a 
most of those people do have masks on, by the way. And yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Several of the protesters I saw online in various states have like a full biohazard suit with like an N95 mask. It's like, you got to pick one or the other, brother. Right. They've got like a, like a Blue Lives Matter mask and like a <laughs> Confederate flag. I saw a thing with that protest where somebody was like hanging a sign out of their car that was like, the Jews are closing everything or something like that and it it and i'm you know i'm just like if you are protesting and you, you gotta look around you <laughs> you gotta pick what you're protesting here uh, regard, <laughs> you know irrespective of that if you're looking around you and you're saying i'm protesting this and everybody on my side has either a nazi flag or a confederate flag maybe you're on the wrong side <laughs> All of those ideals are different, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you might just be on the wrong side. I don't know. That That's not even the question that I asked. Mike, are you eating anything different? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, kind of. We've been eating too much, like, fast food and ordering out too much. Um, and that might just be, be, be part of us moving, too, because we, we didn't want to, um, like, buy a bunch of groceries before we moved out. Um. So, like, we've been eating, like, Chipotle and Taco Bell or, like, pasta. Um, just real basic stuff. You've been really, a lot yeah. of, uh, making a lot I, of your own soy, soylent green. Yeah, but, I mean, all Do this Do you know is, what that is? I don't. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to agree with you. <laughs> it's, all right, uh, well, we'll I, just continue on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm worried. need to read some books. That... You said that you're reading for leisure last time we talked. You said, I'm, I'm reading kill for a leisure. Mockingbird. Yeah, I'm are you done yet? It's been like a week. I've been busy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> been packing packing his boxes, brother. <sighs> I gotta tell you though, speaking of food, carrot cake Oreos. Yeah, you gotta get them. I didn't have. I had. Um, I had Oreos <laughs> or. <laughs> trying to think of what they were hmm, i think i think they were called barb i think they were probably called hydrox because technically hydrox is the name brand and oreo is the knockoff uh god damn you i'm the cookie meister <laughs> i'm the cookie czar of this country I, Trump appointed me i think if you inject the cookie <laughs> uh i you gotta eat the poo poo i <laughs> I had to, now I have to play that song as the outro. <laughs> For those of you keeping track, hold me to it. I'm going to do it. All right. So <laughs> I, I had a, um, I had, was there like a, a mint Oreo during, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day or something like that? Which, I'm how sure did that was. become a thing? Why is mint? Yeah, that's be, not. Just because it's green? Like, I feel like. like it's McDonald's. Like, it's because of the shamrock shake that mint is 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 correlated with St. Patrick's Day now. I, yeah, I think I had the mint Oreos, and those are pretty good. Where's are the corned beef? Uh, Where are the corned beef Oreos? Are you guys not aware of the um, great mint famine that happened in Ireland? <laughs> yeah. They have to bring it back. potato Oreo. I'm sure everybody will love that. A potato Oreo. Uh, I have, I have, we haven't been eating a whole lot different except for just because I have, you know, a brood of daughters. 
my wife has been baking with them constantly. I don't remember if we talked about this last time or not, but like like every day there are new muffins. And I have been trying to do either low or no carb. Nope. You got to just embrace the muffins. It's, it's quarantine. Time, which lasts until 10 o'clock at night <laughs> when we finish an episode of Ozark. And then I go shove like nine mini blueberry muffins into my fucking gullet. Just crying at the kitchen sink and eating, <laughs> yeah, eating a I handful don't, of muffins. <laughs> I'm not putting them in a bowl and taking them back to the couch. I'm going to the kitchen, getting a like uh, carbonated water can and shoving muffins in my face <laughs> before I get back to the living room. Like a rat. That's that's, <laughs> that's my modus operandi for <laughs> just staying fat, basically. Got to put on yeah. the COVID nineteen. Carrot cake Oreos. I think it's just. I think it was just out for Easter. I had it. A, we had it like a week or so, week or so ago. I don't know if they're going to keep them around, but we don't Easter do candy in Easter. general. We don't do a lot of Easter candy. We didn't even do an egg hunt this year. Can I? Is that bad? Like we didn't even. I mean, we did eggs egg in the house, and it was like plastic eggs with candy. We didn't do anything major just, outside. Like, I mean, it was different. It was definitely a different different Easter for the kids for sure. I mean, we still did baskets and everything, but. It was we did baskets, but like yeah. I didn't typically I go overboard with all this stuff. Like I, I think we're all kind of crazy for Christmas. I think that's the nature of just the way that our family is, is all kind of yeah, for, for sure. And that carries over a little bit into Easter, but that has kind of subsided in, in me and I don't care as much anymore. And and so now my two big things are Christmas and Halloween. And I go crazy for Halloween. But uh, so so you I should even... see the pile of bones, folks. <laughs> I got them from my basement in my college house. <laughs> Who's uh, there for the taking? So I didn't. Um, I, I I didn't even get anything for for Easter this year. Karen did all the all the purchasing, and it's and uh, so the girls come downstairs and see their baskets or whatever, and it's like, here you get a Reese's egg and a Lego toy, and, and it, it's like. <laughs> Which is Boy, fine. They don't need a lot of candy. They're eating all kinds of. They eat all day. That's the thing. It's because they're not at school. They're grazing. So it's like, can yeah. I stick? Can I have it? Whatever. I'm but hungry. We didn't I'm do hungry. a lot of candy, um, except for I think I think we did like one fruit candy, one chocolate candy. I don't know. I feel like I'm a. I I, I spoil them in like every way, <laughs> which is probably bad. But I was like, oh, we didn't do a lot this time. That's fine. Well, the only reason there was Reese eggs is because I found a six pack at Target. I went and bought candy, <laughs> and I, I found a six pack of Reese eggs that was cheaper than individual Reese eggs. So I got that. And then you got to get the Cadbury cream. You got to get those Cadbury cream eggs. I'm surprised you can get them, Freddie. We didn't have any of those. Mike, what do you, did you buy yourself something? Um, Emily and Emily and I actually made each other baskets. That's cool. So, That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, she got me. Easter bunny bringing something. You just gave her a poop. You just gave her poop in uh, Easter grass in a That's basket. Right. That's okay. right. Okay. pooped in her desk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pooped into a uh, Easter bunny chocolate mold, repackaged it, and then. Uh, That's no, dedication. I, I did do. I I went with the whole chocolate route uh, for her, and she gave me all of the Sour Patch Kids or all the gummy worms and uh, all the jelly beans I've been eating this podcast so i feel like i don't know if she's 
with you right now, but I feel like I can just picture her in my mind's eye, like shaking her head behind you, hearing what you're saying. Right <laughs> just every time Mike talks, she just shakes her head. That's usually what happens. <laughs> just in life. The Reese's so, egg, though, man, that's the best. That's the best Easter candy. I would agree. I mean, I don't know. Cadbury cream egg is up there. So my my wife has never had the Cadbury cream egg. So I got a couple. I got four this year because there was a four pack on sale or whatever at Target. I just happened to go and got a bunch of Easter candy. She's only ever had the like hard shell Cadbury eggs, which I had never had until I met her. Have you guys had those before? Mm -mm. They're like big M&Ms, I guess is the best way to describe them. It's like the Cadbury chocolate, but inside a hard shell. Yeah, I've had those. And they're like pastel colors or whatever. I like the malted in the in the eggs. Like they're like the like the Robin's eggs or whatever. Yeah, because I'm an yeah. old man. I like because you're old. I was just gonna I ask like a, how old I like you a were. Nice Werther's original, <laughs> <laughs> and a nice room temperature malt. And I like a malted. <laughs> That's what old people call milkshakes. Uh. So she Mike, never had a she never had a cream egg. We grew up with the cream eggs. That was always the highlight of our Easter baskets. Yeah. Everybody got a Cadbury cream egg, and that was always the coveted chocolate. I mean, for me, the highlight was really the deviled eggs that were going to happen. Oh, that, that's, that's a given. That's a given. So she had a cream egg this year, and she was, I mean, she loved it, obviously. How can you not? I read a study somewhere that was like the Reese's peanut butter egg is the best peanut butter to chocolate ratio of all the Reese's products. I would agree whole, wholeheartedly. I th I mean, like, the cups have those ridges, which are inherently more chocolatey. I don't care about the – but, yeah, but I think if you're looking for the peanut – but I would say, that, like, the pumpkin, though, right? Like, isn't the – the pumpkin? I don't know. Big. There's a pumpkin and a tree. I mean, it's just a shape with – No, butter. the trees are garbage. Get the, get, the, <laughs> get the trees the fuck out of here. The trees are you poor man's Reese's. For the record, are you taking the Christ out of Christmas? I'm no, because they don't have a Reese's crucifix. <laughs> oh God. Which would be more fitting for Easter, honestly. It would be a manger yeah. if it was a Reese's Christmas thing. That's true. I mean, let's be real here. Let's get real, Reese's. Is it Reese or Reese's? That's the great debate. I feel like we all say Reese's cup. Reese's. Well, it's 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 like the monkey. <laughs> it really it probably is. I think because it's probably isn't regional. It, isn't it Reese apostrophe S? Yeah. And the monkeys. <laughs> Bring it in full circle here, folks. No, think about it. Like, aren't most like zoo animals? I'm sorry. I'm like, I've had a lot of tequila. Aren't most zoo animals like when they have a person's name in front of them? That's the person that, that discovered the species, right? So it's or, like, or had sex with them first. Well, that's the rule. You know, I I can't speak to that, but it, it's <laughs> like you know, Jeremy's Gibbon or something. Why is it Jeremy? Barb's orangutan. So well, you gotta call is, him is Darwin's Galapagos turtles because he was just slaying that tang. You know, he was just well, laying it down. Darwin's gonna turt. Is it Reese's? <laughs> For all our new listeners, that's a callback to episode one. Check it out on Spotify or Stitcher. Uh, 
is is it rhesus monkey like reese is the person how did we get to this <laughs> where are we and how did we get here and why is there no gas in our car hey it's me dan to go home <laughs> All right, look, I'm going to say that we are breaking a lot of podcast rules right now because we have not stayed on any one topic at all. But Mike is still drinking White Claw, so we're okay. He's a sovereign citizen. There ain't no laws. So Rhesus Monkey, it's not aimed after a person. Are you Wikipediaing this right now, man? Yeah, you know what? Hey, I I got an open tab. Did you open your tab? I opened my tab. And I added the end later. Google understands. Re- it's spelled completely different. I don't. I don't know. Right. I don't know the well, origin. Maybe That's not we'll important. do. Maybe we'll do a, a, our next episode. Just strictly on animal name origins and why Darwin was fucking turtles. We're not going to do that. Uh, so, <laughs> in fact, I, I feel like we've gone on for a really long time. Are we wrapping this up at this point? That, yeah, I'm fine with that. I oh. mean, I was like, you know, be like, Ope, Ope. O'Reilly. I think there's a, there's a <laughs> Ope, 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 O'Reilly's. Thank you. Brought to our sponsor, O'Reilly's, a <laughs> O'Reilly's regional auto parts. <laughs> auto parts chain that no one's ever heard of. I, I feel like a robot has to read something off for us, a, a drunken robot at this oh, point. shit. We forgot all about it. It's time for Carolyn's Corner. If we had a theme song, it would go right here. So what is <laughs> Carolyn's Corner, Dan? Carolyn's Corner is a, uh, a quote from our grandmother on our maternal side from her Facebook page. She's very active on social media, Facebook specifically. And she loves to just post whatever she's told to post by the... Conservative right. <laughs> All right. So uh, we so uh, last episode, uh, I we heard the feedback. Okay, we get it. We know it was difficult to understand. We found a new text-to-speech <laughs> platform, and we can really play around with this one. So uh, today we have decided to let a drunk. English woman take over for Carolyn's Corner, and here is this week's Facebook post. What? I didn't know that Cyrus, king of Persia, conqueror of Babylon, has been compared to President Donald Trump. (laughs) Cyrus liberated the Jews, let them go back to their homeland, rebuild Jerusalem and the temple. Gee. <laughs> That's been Carolyn's Corner. What are you going to oh, do? Oh, God. We have her blood running through our veins. <laughs> Coursing. <laughs> Minnesotans. <laughs> All right, God. You know, I, I I feel like at the beginning we apologized for how bad the last one is, and we've only gotten worse. That's how there's, it works. 
Nowhere to go but up at this point. Steep no, we, we went down, so I feel like we haven't bottomed out yet, but, but stick we'll around. Find it. We'll find that rock bottom. Listen, we'll get there. <laughs> I, think, I feel like we're trying to flatten the curve that's going down. <laughs> and eventually, eventually, we'll get out of this somehow. What are you guys going to do when, when, when we get out? When we're at, when we're done with quarantine, what what's I'm what gonna are go, we gonna do? I'm gonna swim the English Channel and kiss the ground like in Robin Hood, Men of Tights. Men of tights. Men in tights. Men of yeah, tights. You, you said of tights. Mike, well, are you, do you know who Carrie Yules is? <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> no, you can't look it up. Calculating. Calculating. Computron. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike, you've seen Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes, yeah, Carol Yule, Cool Yule. I, I know <laughs> cool <her>. Yule. <laughs> of all the Mel Brooks films, that's probably the one you've seen, right? Of all Mel Brooks films, that's one of them. That's for I sure. I mean, Dave Chappelle's in it. Have you I, heard of I, Dave Chappelle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I've seen Good Men on Tights. Good I've talk. seen Men on Tights. I've seen all. I've seen all kinds of men and all kinds of tights. Speaking, uh, of, uh, speaking of men in tights, I was on the phone with our dad this morning, <laughs> and uh, I'm doing like some 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 marketing work for his company, and I'm building them a new website. And he told me that the clients coming to his website are going to get very confused by the new layout, just be because it's a new layout. That's fine. Their old site sucks. The site I built is great because that's what I do, and and, but he's like, they're they're just not going to know where things are. These guys only go to porn sites. <laughs> and I said, well, then they'll be fine. The account stuff will be in the same place. And he goes, well, that's fine. Yeah, make it look like that. He's like, I don't know any porn sites. I don't know why I'm making his voice lower than mine, because it's really not. And then he goes, make it look like you, porn. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go outside? Free premium right now. Actually, a word from our sponsors, Pornhub. <laughs> free premium Flat, right now. You're just gonna go curve. outside. <laughs> Flatten that curve by extending your waistband <laughs> with your erection. You're. Uh, we got it. You're just gonna okay. go outside when this is done. I just want to go outside and. You can go outside rip. now. You know that. It's like. Yeah, but I want to. Like... I want to be able to rip down that caution tape and. Really get into those slides and monkey bars and you can do it. Various playground accoutrement. Take your handheld constitution and I think you'll be all set. Just slap the arresting officer in the face <laughs> with my handheld constitution. And then say, I will not court your truth. I honestly don't know what to do. I want to go to so work. We all have gold passes, right, to Cedar Point, which is a yeah. regional. Well, you don't have to say regional for that. Cedar Point's pretty goddamn popular, but it's yeah, the, it is the fun and only <laughs> uh, America's Mike, Rock and Roller Coaster, if you will. From the early nineties, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just want to ride Steel Vengeance. I, I still, still haven't ridden it. Have not ridden that either. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cedar Point would be great. I want to go to Disney World. Uh, I like. We we typically go every other year in October, and and I, that ain't gonna happen this year. 
I don't know what I want to do. I want to go sit on a patio at a bar in the sun. And uh, I want to go Just on my scream expletives from people driving by. Yeah, why not? Okay. That's what I do. Like, anyway. you nor- like you normally do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that when Fatheads is driving past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Mike, what is there anything? You're you're kind of driving around. You're you're yeah. young and virile and not scared of some virus that came out of a lab out of the from the 5G Democrat. towers that they're putting up all around Cleveland. No, I'm not afraid. Mike just goes around just. He's like Johnny Appleseed, but with the human semen. <laughs> he just... I What? <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't fit any of the narrative that we've been following along. I mean, well, I don't wear he, shoes. He doesn't wear shoes. There's a pot on his head. And then he just oh, goes... He does wear a pot on his head yeah, everywhere and he, he just, goes. Wherever he goes, he leaves a little, little treat, a little something-something. That was only when he was an RA. <laughs> <laughs> on the door handles. All right, this has really devolved into the <laughs> dumbest hour of all dumb hours. Uh, let's get the hell out of here. Mike, you got any plugs? Uh, yeah. Go to our SoundCloud, go to our Stitcher and our Spotify. Hit that follow button. or I don't Is it a like button? Is it a subscribe button? Just, what is it on those ones? Just go subscribe to them all. Um, and I'm also going to plug my Twitch channel that the three of us usually play Jackbox on. Um, on varying weekends, it's never consistent. So go to twitch.tv forward slash m and m play games. That is m a n d e m p l a y g a m e s. That's as long as I could make my Twitch handle. So make sure to go and follow that. That's all I got. What's Twitch? Maybe we should play after we do these recordings, and then I can stay up real late, and my wife can get more mad at me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it'd be the same in my camp. But I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Uh, Dan, plugs? I'm uh, going to do the same. I'll plug our SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify, but I also want to plug just, just open. Just open as much as you can. I mean, in these trying times, you really can't open enough. And even if it's just your, your wife, your spouse, yourself. Just, just ope, 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 ope. All right. Well, I'm gonna say fuck SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify, and I'm gonna plug our Google Play and iTunes. What? And I think you should subscribe on Google Play and iTunes. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, nerd slash dad. Same thing on everything else. I don't know. If you want to see pictures of my chalk drawings and <laughs> me doing funny things with my kids and installing household appliances and stupid shit like that. Uh, Eminem play games on uh, uh, on Twitch, I guess, is what we're doing for Mike. Uh, I'm also a nerd slash dad there. Uh, and I don't know, man, just just keep listening to this stupid shit because I think we're kind of funny. We're getting there. In a really bad way. So um, stick around for more Hey, It's Me, Dan. And uh, watch out for that poo-poo when it comes out.
Even the poop poop comes up Like ice cream, like ice cream And the big eats the poop poop Like ice cream, like ice cream They have a sex practice called fisty, 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 fisty. Well, they insult their hand Into the end, that's all the way